the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. Let the precious soul be saved in the name of Jesus. Understand who you are, Lord. Oh, Heavenly Father. They would know that you are their Father, Lord Jesus, and that they would understand what their identity is in the name of Jesus, Lord. Let the sure identity, Lord, be found, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. That nobody's identity would be blocked anymore, Heavenly Father. Yes, Lord, in the name of
Yes, you too. Yeah. Bless the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. Bless the bishops, the elders, and the overseers today, God. Look over our children and our children's children. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Cover them with your blood, Lord. God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Mm. I'm asking you, God. I wrote the Oh God, to touch and to move, God. Oh God, look upon our president, the vice president, Lord. I believe giving the wisdom and the knowledge to make the right decisions for America. In the name of Jesus, Lord. God, look upon the Senate and the Congress. Bless them to make the right decisions for America, Lord. God bless our lawmakers, Lord. Hallelujah. Humble those that need to be humbled. In the name of Jesus, Lord. In the name and by the blood of Jesus. We bind every witchcraft spirit, the spirit of the Illuminati, hallelujah, over them in the name of Jesus. Release the grace of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Even now, for what we bind on earth is bound in heaven, and what we loose on earth is loose in heaven. And we loose the grace and the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ. We loose the anointing in the name of Jesus in our government. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we loose the fear of the Lord. In the government, in the name of Jesus. God, I bind every slavery mentality. Oh, God, amongst the people, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, God, I lose the mind of Christ. Even now, God, throughout the land, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, hallelujah, under the sound of everyone that is under the sound of my voice, including here. God, hallelujah, we lose the mind of Christ, Lord. We lose your salvation. We lose your revival. God, we lose your miracle power. God, we lose your healing virtue. In the name of and by the blood of Jesus, Lord. God, oh God, oh God. Yes to your will, God. Yes to your will, thy kingdom come, Lord. We lose the kingdom, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. You said hallelujah upon this rock. I shall build my church in the gates of hell, shall not prevail. Oh, God, hallelujah. We thank you, God, for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, for the kingdom of Christ in our hearts. We thank you for drawing us. In the name of Jesus, I hear a lot of wind. It's like a roll up your window. Our fan, I hear a window or fan. God, in the name and by the blood of Jesus. In the name and by the blood of Jesus. In the name and by the blood of Jesus. In the name and by the blood of Jesus, Lord. We thank you for the blood. We plead your blood over all of our families, God. Our spouses, our mothers, and our fathers, God. We plead and apply the blood, Lord, to our children and our children's children from generation to generation. We break every generational cause. Oh, God, every generational curse, we break it even now, God, for you shall choose our inheritance, God. And we thank you, God, 
Hallelujah, that you will perfect that which concerns the saints, God. And God, we give you all the honor and the glory and the praise in the name and by the blood of Jesus Christ, we pray. Hallelujah. And let the body of Christ say, Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to welcome each and every one to Apostolic Alignment. Hallelujah. Um, I'm your host tonight, I'm Chief Apostle Rodney Tate out of Atlanta, Georgia. My daughter, Apostle Erica, um, she is um, working tonight. Bless God. We do miss her. So I give honor to her for starting um, Prophetical Shift. Amen. Amen. Well, she has many different speakers come on and Teach the word of God. I'm proud of her work in the name of Jesus. Amen. And um, um, but here on Apostolic Alignment, we've been studying on who are you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Which has been a very powerful teaching. Um, and, uh, once again, this is uh, Chief Apostle Rodney Tate out of the Atlanta, Georgia area. And uh, we've been having a Holy Ghost good time with this teaching. Amen. Um, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And our key verse came from Romans, the 12th chapter, and the third verse. God bless you, Carla. So happy you are able to join us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, um, yes, uh, key verse comes from Romans 12 and 3 during a series of uh, Who Are You in Christ Jesus. It said, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Hmm but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the the measure of faith. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you for the reading and the hearing of your word, Holy Spirit of the living God. I'm asking you to possess me to minister your word um, because physically and naturally I'm tired, but I know that you are the one that know how to regenerate the body and bless me to tap into your spirit. Andaroku. My God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, my, my, my. Take caraboshi. Andaloroku. Take it, idiot. Oh, God, you work too fast for me sometimes. Oh, bless your name. <laughs> Hallelujah. God, in the name of Jesus, uh, possess me with your Holy Spirit that I may be able to minister your word with power and clarity and that the seed of your word will dwell in the deep, rich soul of your people's spirit, whoever listening via phone or uh, over the iPod in a uh, uh, podcast in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, let the seed of your word dwell in the deep, rich soul of their spirit, let it revelate to their soul, which is their mind, their, 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 uh, their mind, their thinking, their reasoning, their decisions in life. Hallelujah. In that soulish area, mentally, emotionally, Hallelujah. And even over the free will in the name of Jesus until it overflows in the physical realm. 
that men may not only believe but know without a shadow of a doubt that you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who hung, bled, and died on the cross, and sending back your Holy Spirit after redeeming us from the curse of the law of sin and death, hallelujah, to empower us to be witnesses unto the Lord Jesus Christ, and that miracle signs and wonders and divine healing may be done in the name of your holy child, Jesus. Now let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, here in the third verse of Romans, but uh, um, the 12th chapter in the third verse, you have a little portion in there. It says, um, to every man among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. Amen. But to think soberly. And then it posed the question, how high should we think about ourselves? And what we ought not to think of ourselves. Now, you know, many people stereotype us as life go on, you know, and, and, and we've been called so many different names, each and every one of us just listening on the side of my voice. You know, some folks say stupid, use a fool, you know, all these different things that came across our ear gate. Mm-hmm. We've been even called some bad names. Amen. You know, hallelujah. Uh, men call women female dogs using the other words. You know, you, know, you know what it is. Uh, and, and, and we've been called all kinds of stuff. God, God bless you, daughter. We, we, we've been joined, uh, we've been called all kind of names and we, we also been stereotyped. Amen. If you are of a certain ethnic group, uh, you know, all of you, uh, are no good, you're thieves, uh, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, um, and we call each other everything but what Jesus had called. You see, Amen. and it's time for us to know what Jesus called us and then call each other that. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We know who God is. We know who Jesus is. We know who the Holy Spirit is. But it's a shame that we don't know who we are in Christ Jesus. We Amen. know the word, but we haven't um, recognized our identity. We might know a few things, you know. I'm a child of God, um, and then some folks question me out there. They, 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 I'm an apostle. I'm a prophet. You know, that's not who you are in Christ Jesus. That is what you do. That's your office. That's your ministering gift. But that's not who you are. That's the position that you hold. Amen. <laughs> And a lot of people misunderstand that, and they actually don't know who they are, and you wonder why the church haven't had so much success in a lot of areas that we read, that we have read in the Bible, and we don't see a lot of this stuff manifesting in our local churches as a norm. There's an identity crisis. So what we've been over, amen. We went over that we are the salt of the earth, amen, and we had 
dissected the characteristics of the solid, uh, of the salt of the earth, and we recognize that we are the light of the world. Amen. Hallelujah. We recognize that we are sons and daughters of the Most High God. Amen. Matter of fact, I forgot to give the scriptures. Please forgive me. We are the salt of the earth. Um, we were coming from Matthew 5, 13 through 16. And then um, uh, the light of the world. Amen. And stay on the top of a hill which cannot be hid. Amen. And then we went to um, St. John's 12. Excuse me, St. John, the first chapter, the 12th and 13th verse, you are sons and daughters of the Most High God. Amen. Then we leaped over there to Romans. Hallelujah. And uh, 8, 16 through 17, we are heirs of God and joint heirs uh, with Christ Jesus. Amen. Um, Second Corinthians um, 517, you are a new creation in Christ. That's who you are. Uh, we also went to Second Corinthians um, 5 and 20. We are ambassadors of God, uh, which is a high government official that uh, stand at the courtyard of one government representing the government that he is um, sent out from. And our government is the government of heaven. It's the government of God. Amen. So we are a high government official of heaven. Amen. And then uh, we want to um, 2 Corinthians 5.20, you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Because even as Jeremiah said, um, the Lord God, our righteousness, Amen. Jesus fulfilled it. He is our righteousness in Christ Jesus. So your righteousness is no more filthy rags because you're dead, you know. Uh, and if you are dead to yourselves, amen, uh, and that Christ may live, you are in Christ's righteousness. So you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. We dealt with that. Amen. And hallelujah. And we dealt with um, Galatians 3:13 and 14. You are the redeemed of the Lord. Bless God. Hallelujah. And redemption, for some that really don't understand what redeemed means, is to buy out. Amen. To buy out, especially of purchasing a slave with a view of his or her freedom. Amen. That's the bottom line. To buy out, Jesus purchased us with his blood. He purchased us from being slaves to sin. That's why sin is premeditated. It is not, oops, it's an accident. I got the, I can't help it either. I can't help the lie. The Bible says he redeemed us. He purchased us from the curse of the law of sin and death. So sin is premeditated now. So a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Amen. That's how Amen. you ought not to think of anything. Hallelujah. Quit entertaining certain thoughts, some fleshly thoughts. You are the um, temple of the Lord. Amen. Amen. We went to First Corinthians um, three sixteen and seventeen. Amen. And um, as well as 
um, uh, Corinthians, the sixth chapter, in the 19th verse, the 19th and the 20th verse, if I'm not mistaken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And uh, we also dealt with that you are more than a conqueror in Romans 8.37. You are the justified. Um, Romans 8.33. You are predestinated. Romans 8.29-30. You are glory. For, uh, you are the glory of God. Amen. Uh, uh, um, in other words, for those who don't quite understand, uh, St. John 17 and um, 22 says, And the glory which thou givest me I give to them. Christ made us his glory. Since he's the king of glory, every king has subjects. We're subject of his glory. And only glory can give perfect glory to the king of glory. Amen or out, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we are the glory of God, and he's going to present to himself a glorious church without what? Spot or wrinkle. Amen. It's by his doing, not of ourselves. We are inseparable um, as well. Um, Romans 8, 8, um, 35 to 39. Who shall separate us from the uh, love of God? And it went on and explained on various things, life, death, uh, persecution, you know, uh, um, all kind of forces that comes against us. Nothing should separate us from the love of God. We are inseparable. inseparable. Amen. We dealt with that. Hallelujah. Well, now we're going to deal, hallelujah, with, um, you are the beloved of God. The third John, hallelujah, in verse 2, you are the beloved of God. You are beloved of God. Third John, you are the beloved of God. That's who you are. You are the beloved of God. Look what it says. Beloved. <laughs> that first thing, and then it got a comma right there. That means pause. Mm-hmm. Beloved. And who is he talking to? Who is he calling beloved? Somebody said, hey, he was talking to me. Hello, somebody. He Amen. was talking to me. He was talking to you. You are the beloved of the Lord. Don't uh, let people belittle you. You are the beloved of the Lord. Then he told you some things. I wish above all things that I may prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth, or even as your soul continues to prosper. Prosper means a continuation. You don't think that you have it all. You see a child under God, but mature um, before men. Amen. Amen. Said, uh, beloved, 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 beloved. 
you know, it's normally God's will that believers be healthy. You have to understand that, you know. Amen. Hallelujah. He loves the believers to be healthy and that our lives be uh, accompanied by his blessings. He wants us to prosper, for example, that our works are plans. Uh, uh, purposes, ministry, families, etc., go according to the will and direction of God. Amen. You know, God's blessings, blessings, that God's blessings that comes to us through the redemption of Christ includes both physical and spiritual needs. You know, we got physical needs. We have a whole lot of natural, uh, uh, spiritual needs, but we have physical needs too, and God sees them. And He knows. We're not like the Gentiles. He knows our needs. We just simply need to thank Him for our needs being met. You know? Hallelujah. Now, concerning prosperity, both physical and spiritual. Scripture teaches us the following. The word prosper, hallelujah. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think of the word uh, in Greek, the word for prosper in the Greek. I believe it's pronounced ildoo. Um, if I'm not mistaken, or oh, I'm close to it, um, because it's been a while since I really dug deep um, um, uh, in the group. But, you know, it literally means to have a good journey, to have a good journey, saints. According to that meaning, John primarily, uh, primary prayer was that as believers uh, walk the road of salvation, they may abide in God's will and his truth and enjoy his blessings. And enjoy his blessings, saints. It's not about the money and not all this other stuff. You know, favor is better than money. Yes, it is. favor will produce it. Yes, it will. He wants you to have this divine favor. Hallelujah. It is God's will that we earn enough to pro to provide shelter, food, and clothing for ourselves and for our families and have sufficient to help others and to further the cause of Christ. Amen. Where did our income tax check go? Oh, that new car. You driving a stolen car and you helped out crisis ministry? Uh, new furniture? Oh, you didn't help out crisis ministry? So how can he help you in your time of need? Hmm. You know, you're not paying tithes and offering. We didn't say get in the $100 line. No, the basic, that which is written in Scripture, tithes and offering, $100 lines is not written in tithes and is not written in the Bible. Amen. Not one time. 
Did you find it? Tell me the verse, the chapter and the verse, the book, the chapter, the verse. And and as much as I see, uh, I, I, I could be a millionaire by now. Mm. The greatest wealth is having God himself. Amen. That's the greatest wealth in the world. Amen. So um, God calls you beloved because he's in love with you. He married you. Even when I even went out whoring on God when I was a baby believer. And I had to repent because I spiritually committed adultery because I went back out in the world as a baby believer. How can I cheat on my husband, man, God? My husband, man, Jesus. We're the bride of Christ. We don't cheat with him with sin, especially uh, uh, from the pulpit. We've got too many brothers and sisters that's in the pulpit that is not God's beloved. Make him want to throw up preaching and whoring around on purpose. That's the sad part about it because they know better. Remember, sin is premeditated. He redeemed us. We're the redeemed from the curse of the law, sin and death. So I don't believe in I can't help it. I've been single and celibate four years. And I still have a slip tip or the dip. God will keep you if you want to be kept. And seven years before that. Amen. He will keep you. You can't tell me that he won't. It's all about what do you want. Amen. Heaven or hell. Just be honest. If you go on them, it's a shame to go to hell sitting in church. You're the beloved of the Lord. He loves you. He married you. Beloved. Just just think if Jesus looked you in your eyes, regardless of who you are. Mm. And he put on that man's voice. The Holy Ghost man voice. And said, mm. Beloved, I worship up all things, baby. Oh, my God. I worship above all things that thou may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers, my love. Boy, you'll melt down like I don't know. I'm going, <laughs> Jesus looking you in your eyes and saying that. With all the love that is in his eyes and coming from his heart, beloved, I worship above all things that thou may prosper. And be in health, even as I so prosper. Boy, each and every one of us will melt. But this is what he's saying here. Because he cares. He wants you to prosper. But he don't want you to worship the creation, but the creator. He don't mind you having things. But some of us put these things way before God. Sometimes we even put our ministries before God. Amen. Ouch. I don't care how you how you feel about that one. Amen. We do. Right. Sometimes we put ministry before God. We didn't even slow down enough to say, well, God, do you want me to go right or left? I'll keep straight ahead. Amen. 
Amen. You can't put the ministry before the minister, Christ Jesus, the Holy Ghost, Amen. and thinking that he's uh, in it when we have our um, emotional feelings ministries. This is a faith walk. It's not a feeling walk. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to go back a little bit and talk about we are witnesses. We are witnesses. Acts 1. Acts 1. Hallelujah. Acts 1. And, and 8. He was talking about when we receive the Holy Spirit of the living God. Acts 1 and 8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses, and ye shall be witnesses, and ye shall be witnesses. Somebody say, I'm a witness. I'm a witness. Mm-hmm. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. That's being a witness of the Lord. You, you are a witness of the Lord, and you shall be my witnesses uh, unto me. Not the house you live in. You should be witnesses unto me. Not what college your kids go to, what university, unto me. Not how big your edifice is and how good your musicians and praise singers are, unto me. Not how good you can hoop and holler and preach, unto me. You should be witnesses unto me, the person. Not to yourself. It's not the ministry of me. It's the ministry of Christ. I, I, there's too many ministry of me in, 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 in the ministry, in the churches. I know I can prophesy. Uh, well, if you prophesying, I don't believe a word that's coming out of your mouth. But if the Holy Ghost prophesying, since it is the gift of the Spirit, if he's prophesying, then I got, I'm all ears. Mm. I know we don't religious prophets. I know I can prophesy. You know, they, they put on that dignified voice so, uh, so that you can really just listen to them. And they know how to fluctuate their voices and all that stuff, but they're not being witnesses of Christ. That's the ministry of me. Because a true prophet is going to deal with the sin. He's going to deal with you, not your pocketbook. He's going to deal with you because he wants you to get to heaven. Now, if you decide to give the prophet a gift because of it, amen. Amen. Because every laborer is worthy of their hire, but not a pimp in the pulpit. Amen. 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 Every laborer is worthy of their hire. Hallelujah. But you should be a witness. The baptism of the Holy Spirit not only imparts power to preach Jesus as Lord and Savior, but also increases the effectiveness of that witness because of the strengthening and deepening 
relationship with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit that comes from the filling with the Spirit. The Holy Spirit discloses uh, uh, and makes more real to us the personal presence of Jesus. Any witness uh, to and any uh, 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 witness to an intimate fellowship with Christ Jesus Himself will result in an ever-growing desire on our part to love, honor, and please our Savior at all times. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's all about pleasing Jesus. I ain't trying to please my spiritual father. I'm trying to please Jesus. And, and, and by me pleasing Jesus, my spiritual dad, hallelujah, is pleased. Amen. I'm not trying to impress people. I'm delivered from folks. <laughs> Whether they talk about me, slander, lie on me, I'm delivered from all that stuff. You know, that stuff don't bother me. Amen. I keep my eyes on the prize. The Holy Spirit witness, uh, um, uh, um, in, let, 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 let's, let's see how the Holy Spirit witness, because he deals with three things, uh, uh, um, to be a witness of the Lord. He deals with three things over and over and over again. And the rest is added benefits. You know, like the miracle signs and wonders and all this other stuff. It's added benefits. But he's going to deal with these three things first in everyone's life. St. John's uh, whole uh, Acts 1, because we're not through there. But but St. John's um, 16 and 8, if I'm not mistaken. 16 and 8. Let's take a peek at what St. John 16 and 8 says. Hallelujah. Get these pages. Hallelujah. These same pages here. 16 and 8. Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit, and he said, and when he, talking about the Holy Spirit, is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Then he gave the reason why. Of sin, because they believe not on me. He didn't say because they had a cigarette in their mouth. He did not say because they had drinking alcohol. He didn't say about because they smoking crack, committing murder, being a homosexual, a gay or lesbian. You know, he didn't say that. But because you believe not on me, because you can't stop none of those things unless you first believe him anyhow. Hello, somebody. Amen. You can't stop being gay until you believe in Jesus. Because you believe not in me. I'm sin because you don't believe. The sin is not believing. It's not because you got a joint in your mouth. It's because it's not believing. The sin is probably more taken care of on the cross. But not believing. It's the ultimate The work of the cross. That he already opened up the prison doors. The only thing he had to do is accept him and walk out. Free ticket. Prison sentences is over. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but shall, should not, not shall not, 
should not perish. Read the Bible says, should not perish. But many does because they don't believe. They don't believe that God can keep them from fornicating, committing adultery from the poor pit. They don't believe that God going to take care of their congregation. That's why they have all these $100, $500 line, $1,000 line, uh, um, $350 line, and all the way down to $30 line. They don't believe that the tithes and all will come in. That's why they go outside the word and say, it's God. You are God. Lie. That's not God. God under his word, not your tradition. Amen. He said, I hasten to perform my word, not your tradition. That's a tradition of man. Find it in the word and prove me wrong. Where they gave uh, Elijah, uh, the woman sowed the seed for her need. Uh, well, I thought Paul said, um, don't sow grudgingly, nor out of necessity. Nor out of necessity. So sow your seed for your need is not a biblical uh, 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 term here. She sowed out of her living. She didn't sow out of her need because that one piece of cake her testimony was, me and my son was going to eat this piece of cake and die. It wasn't enough to even meet the need. They're going to share one piece of bread. Mm. It wasn't enough to meet the need. She sowed the seed out of her need. No, she gave all she had. But that man of God had a reputation. <laughs> That he known God, that he walked with God, he performed many miracles. He, uh, he, he had, he had, a, he, they knew that he had a rapport with God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel. They know that he had a, a reputation, not these fly-by-night night monkeys. They're just trying to break you and your children. Came to buy your kids a pair of Nikes. You got to buy them Nikes. Mm. Nikes and all that stuff. King was sending you the best colleges because you're giving all your money away. Pay your tithes and give an offering. Take Amen. care of your house. Hallelujah. So you deal with the sin. The sin. Because they don't believe. Amen. Mm-hmm. You know what the Holy Ghost does? It didn't say, of righteousness, because I'll go to the Father, you see me no more. You get the reason why. Because all is fulfilled. You got to believe in the completed work of the cross. And then, let's take a real close look at another thing. Of judgment, because the prince of this world was judged. Does it say was judged? Anybody got your Bibles? Anybody got or does it say is judge? Is judge. Ah. He is judge. Is is a present statement. No, you better catch that. Is is a present statement. Anytime you cast out a devil, you're rendering a judgment in the Holy Ghost. He is judge. 
Anytime you heal the sick and open blinded eyes physically, you're rendering a judgment to make somebody whole. Anytime that that you uh, uh, have to, uh, in spiritual warfare, you have to decree and declare God's word under the anointing, you're rendering a judgment that God's will be done. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Not yours or your emotions, your feelings. The prince of this world is judged. Because the saints is to judge the world. You can't judge me. I beg to differ. I can judge your actions, not you, the person. I can judge sin. We have to remember that Jesus, how can I say this? Jesus crucified sin in the flesh. Wait a minute. Jesus condemned sin in the flesh, not the flesh that was in sin. That's what the scripture says. Jesus condemned sin in the flesh, not the flesh that was in sin. He redeemed us. Mm. We was all sinners saved by grace. We was all wretched and undone. So he given us the power to judge sin, to call sin, sin. Not people. He's gonna judge the whole whole thing. We call it out. We don't sweep it under the carpet. That's wrong, bro. What's wrong? Mm-hmm. Uh, you sleeping around like that? It's wrong. You can't judge. I ain't judging you. It's just adultery. It's just fornication. The Bible judges you. The Word of God judges you. That's what He said it is. So it is. You don't like it? Oh well, take it up with God. He just told me to give you a warning. That's why I bring it up to you. So make sure you say it out of love. Mm, Amen. Make sure you say it out of love. Make sure you correct out of love. Not self-righteous like some high priest, scribes, and Pharisees do. Out of love. Then there's a time that you do have to speak out of the anger of the Lord if he possesses you to speak out of his anger. Amen. But still, out of love. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, being a witness, you see, that's that's, that's what the Holy Ghost is going to have us to first of all witness with. Not everything is blessings all the time. We have to remember the last day that perilous times shall come. You know, what have we been saying even since now? Perilous times. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the uh, initiation point whereby spirit-filled believers receive the power to witness for Christ and to bring conviction of sin, righteousness, and judgment upon the laws. Hallelujah. The the effects of such conviction will be evident both in those who sincerely proclaim the message and in those who receive it. 
Now, thanks of God, the baptism of the Holy Spirit can be given only to those whose hearts are turned towards God in repentance from their wicked ways. That's why it says repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. That's why we proclaim it. God didn't tell us to, sh- to tell the world, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Uh, for nothing. Amen, somebody. Amen. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is a baptism into the Spirit who is holy. Spirit is the Spirit of holiness. This if the Holy Spirit is truly at work in us, in all his fullness, we will live in greater conformity to Christ's holiness. In light of these spiritual truths, saints of God, we who have been baptized in the Holy Spirit will have an intense desire to please Christ in whatever way we can. You know, when you fall in love with somebody, you know, when a man falls in love with a woman, he would do anything for that girl. He'll go out of his way to please her. And vice versa. That woman will go all out her way to please her man, and he will go all out of his way to please her. That's because they are in love, not just love. You know, I love my brothers and sisters and stuff like that, but I don't do any and everything for them. But my wife, if I was married, you know, I I, I would go there now because that's my boo. That's my lover. You know, that's my honey bond, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, look out, look out. Well, this is the way the saints, how to be the bride of Christ, supposed to be for Jesus. Not do anything for him. I quit fornicating for Jesus. I quit lying on my brother. I quit backbiting. I quit having an unforgiving heart. I quit being a witness. You know what I mean? You ain't carrying all that trash. You laying the side every way just to be with Jesus. Hmm. That so easily beset us. And they did your shake that's delicious to me. Boy, lucky ain't no organ and no drums in here. I think I might have hooped that a little taste there. Let me just kind of relax and unwind. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, hallelujah, we want to please Christ in every way we can. That is the fullness of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Uh, compliments, completes, fills up the saving and sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Those who claim um, the fullness of the Spirit yet live a life contrary to the Spirit of holiness are misled, deceived, and untruthful. Period. I don't care what comes out of their mouth. And if anybody want to call me concerning that, my phone number four zero four seven zero seven zero zero two two, and I tell you to your face.
Hallelujah. And I don't care what position you hold. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I will tell you to your face. Hallelujah. Those who claim, I'm going to say it again, uh, the fullness of the Holy Spirit and yet live a life contrary, hallelujah, to the spirit of holiness is misled. They are deceived. And they're deceiving others too and untruthful. Amen. Amen. Period. I don't care how intellectual you are. I don't care how many doctorate degrees of theology and divinity you have. It's just the truth. Hallelujah. Those who display spiritual gifts, miracles, spectacular signs, or uh, inspiring oratory, yet lack a life of true faith, love, and righteousness are operating not by the Holy Spirit, but by an unholy spirit, not of God, period. Because remember, uh, I share with each and every one of you that the devil got power too. That's why God gave us the gift of discerning a spirit to know uh, um, the Christians around you. Uh, are they of God or not? The preacher that you're sitting under. Are they of God or not? I would not have you ignorant, brother, concerning the gift of God. But how many of us truly are so ignorant? Sit under anything. Soul ties to a demonic preacher. <laughs> manipulation, dictatorship, manipulation, and slavery, witchcraft, ministries. We have to work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling in awe. Of the Lord. There's not enough. All of the Lord. Folks fear that man, they pass this morning and they fear God himself. Amen. They preached the book of my pastor said, my pastor said, preaching the book of pastor, what did the Bible say? Give me the word. Don't give me what your pastor said. Give me the word. What did the word say? That's what's going to keep us, ladies and gentlemen, my brothers and sisters in the Lord. I love you enough to tell you the truth. Amen. Even if it means I lose all my homies and my friends and all my associates, even if my kids walk away, I'm sticking with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So... We have to be witnesses, effective witnesses. We have to do the work of an evangelist. We got to share our faith with the world, whether they like it or not. And those and those who will and those who will listen in part. Those who won't shake the dust on your feet. Don't get upset. 
Those who want to debate with you don't even go there. You just continue on saying what you're saying. They'll choke on their saliva trying to come back with you. <laughs> they'll slip and fall and bust their nuggets because they're not fighting you, saints of God. They're fighting God. It's not your war. Though you're in a warfare. God did not tell you to fight a devil. Hmm. Well, I've been <laughs> fighting devils all day long. Well, no wonder you tired and got high blood pressure and taking blood pressure medicine and everything else. You fighting devils. Uh, uh, the Bible says, uh, draw nigh to me, and I will draw nigh to you. Resist the devil, he will flee. You just say fight the devil. That's God's job. That's the Holy Ghost's job. That's the angel's job. No more the man will whoop a devil. That's why he's giving us his Holy Spirit so we can stand and command. You don't fight devils. That's God's and the Holy Spirit's job. You know, that's the angel's job. They do all the fighting. We stand and command. We put the word on it. He put the word on it, just like Jesus did when he was being tempted. He put the word on it. He put the word on it. Every time the devil opened his mouth, he put the word on it. He didn't put the flesh on it. He put the word on it. He didn't put my pastor said on it. He put the word on it. Amen. He didn't put, oh, my mama and my daddy said on it. He put the word. He put the word on it. The word on it. He put the word on it. As a witness of Christ, you got to put the word on it. Ye are witnesses unto me. Remember, not the house, not the car, not the ring and the tennis bracelet your husband bought you, not the not the Armani suit that your wife bought you, not the new cars that you bought each other, not what school your kids go to. But unto me, we witness too much about things. Uh, oh, the Lord gave me this. The Lord gave me that. Are you witnessing? You see, our true witness is this here. You see, I'm telling those that don't know what Christ has already done for them. <laughs> yes, that's witnessing. Telling the sinner man what God has already done for them. One thing they got to do is believe it and receive it. Are you telling people, if God ain't did nothing for me, that's, that's, that's how I tend to think. God ain't did nothing for me. Hmm. Hmm, I'm going to keep on going doing what I'm doing. God ain't did nothing for me. You too busy talking about what God has blessed the house. They think it's bragging. Because we're not introducing them to the person, but material things, and putting God's name with it. Introduce him to the person named Jesus, but you got to have an intimate relationship to introduce him. Him, you shall be witness unto me, the person of Christ. You know, he didn't say you shall be a witness to the truth. He didn't say that, but unto me, the person who is the truth. Because truth is a person. His name is Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
you got to introduce folk to a person. It's like my daughter Erica introduced me to Bishop Garvin. Amen. She introduced me to Prophet Linda. You know what I'm saying? To the person, not to the pastor. You introduce them to the person first. And if you introduce a person and when they sold on the street, they're going to follow you automatically to the church. What church you go to? Because you, you know what I mean? <laughs> this touched my soul. Uh, I'm going to go to that church. Because, why? You was a great representative. And, and you made your leadership look good as well. Amen. But do you know how to witness effectively? Can you tell them what Jesus has already done for them? And it's not a religious thing. It's a lifestyle. Amen. It's a lifestyle. Religion is visiting the orphans, the widows, and, and the homeless, and, you know, stuff like that. That's religion. But serving God is a lifestyle. A lifestyle of holiness. A lifestyle of marriage. A lifestyle of intimacy, a lifestyle of prayer, a lifestyle of worship, a lifestyle of studying his word so that you will know what to say and have an answer to give an account unto men. It's a lifestyle. It's not hooping. It's a lifestyle. That's just something that uh, came up when we were slaves. Hooping. So Martha didn't understand uh, that we can read and write so we won't get a whipping or get hung from a tree. Hmm. That's where hooping comes from. Now, folks try to say that you're not preaching if you're not hooping. Well, I beg the difference. I would understand every word a man says speaking to me. Then all that hooping and hollering and everybody screaming in the ears and I'm missing something that the man of God is trying to say. Because Sister Janie hollering in my ear. Yes, I do enjoy all those type of praises. Don't get me wrong, because I come up in it and, I, and, and, you, and I'm shouting John, okay? Mm. You can't beat me dancing in the Holy Ghost. If you can, boy, you're a bad man. Mm. Okay? Mm. But I'd rather hear every word so I can get it. Hooping is good. It is all right. And I become all things to all people. If I've got to go to a church that is hoop a lot, I hoop. If I go to a different type of church that is basically teaching and, and talking like I'm talking now, then yes, I will, you know, minister like that. I become all things to all people that I may be able to gain them. Amen. Because Jesus didn't hoop. He didn't have no organ and drum behind him. But he was very effective. Are we effective witnesses? Introducing people to Jesus, not our church, not to our choir, but to Jesus first. That is so important. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. You are an intercessor. You are to pray for others. Paul said, pray for me that I may be able to speak with boldness and pray for those that are less fortunate than you are. Pray, hallelujah, uh, for leadership. The Bible tells us to pray for our leadership, those that are in authority, those that are in power. He didn't say talk about them, complain about what they do. Your complaining is keeping you in the in 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 in, in the wilderness. You're complaining. Ask Israel. I didn't tell Israel to complain. And I never seen so many complaining so-called church folks. Complain, complain, complain. Oh, Trump this and Trump that. Oh, he's a racist. He's a this. And he's that. He's that. He's that. Oh, shut up and pray. He didn't say just man. He said pray for your leadership. And your prayer faith will cause him to make the right decision for the nation. If you only pray with one accord. Amen. Do a God's way. Get out your emotions, preachers. Get out of your feelings. Feelings. Oh, 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 feelings. He's doing this. He's doing it. Shut up and pray. Don't pray for his demise. Pray for his sanctification. Pray that God will use him. Pray, pray, pray. That, that, cause he's in power. He's not out the office. Some of y'all just don't like to hear that. I can feel your spirit and uh, over the iPod, but it's the truth. Some of us don't like that God can use ungodly folks. He used Nebuchadnezzar, and they had to follow the law of the land of Nebuchadnezzar. He used Saul before he was Paul. The church began to pray about the matter. God visited Paul, Saul, slapped him off his horse, blinded him for three days. And when them eyes opened, he started preaching. <laughs> he had to change his name to Paul. Folks were scared. Oh, no, nah, I don't believe that he saved. Just like they said about Trump. I don't believe he saved because Trump was a roughneck. You know, I mean, he's a thug. Come on. You know, and if you gave yourself life to Christ, amen. If you're faking and shaking, God will deal with that. But we're going to pray that he makes the right decision for the nation. That's been a witness. You're talking about being a witness. Your complaining ain't been a witness. You're talking about folks ain't being a witness. you listening to every thing that describes the writer of today writing about folk. And you believe what they say more than your Bible. You talk about what they describe the today, the news media. You, you talk about what they writing about 24-7 and very certainly tell me anybody about Jesus. God is jealous. You talk about Trump more than him. You talked about Obama more than him. You talked about Hillary Clinton more than him. You talked about everything else more than Jesus. Something wrong with that picture. Because so a man thinks it's in his heart, 
And so is he. Hmm. What you thinking about? Jesus or these knuckleheads out here? That's, uh, what do you expect from a sinner? Sin. That's nothing new. There's nothing new. From the time of Adam fall, there's nothing new. From the time of Satan's rebellion in heaven before the fall of man, there's nothing new. Sin. It's sin. It's sin. Whether they knock down the Twin Towers, whether they blow Hiroshima up, you know, it's just sin. There's nothing new. Don't be surprised by nothing when it comes down to sin. Amen. We are like we so surprised. Pray. Let the priest, like the Bible says, this has been the witness too. Joel 2.17. Let the priest, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar, weep between the pulpit and the priest. Weep. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Uh, uh, <laughs> And let them say, he will tell us what to pray about. Let them say, spare thy people, O Lord. Give not thy heritage uh, 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 to reproach, that the heathen should rule over them. Wherefore should they say amongst thy people, where is their God? Well, that's what they've been saying all along. Where's their God when a preacher sleeping with the sheep and having a wife and a girlfriend and a wife and a boyfriend and vice versa with the women leaders? Where is their God when, when, when we have wicked government doing what they want to do, taxing us, uh, 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 um, taxing us unjustly and, 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 and making up all these laws like, for instance, um, um, uh, same-sex marriage? Where is their God? Where was the church then when Obama had lit up the White House? With rainbow color celebrating the homosexual. I'm not talking political. I'm just talking about righteousness and sin here. I'm just giving an example. Did you pray for the man? That could have stopped him from celebrating because that opened up a spiritual portal. Whether you know it or not. Now they they, they now you guys got to preach more gay friendly. What do you mean preach gay freely? The Bible calls it an abomination. How funny can you get? Yes, I'm going to respect him as a person, as God's creation, as a, as a sinner that needs to be saved, but their action is an abomination. Amen, somebody. Been yeah. a witness. Okay, I mean, I've just been honest. Okay. And when he did that, and now they want to teach our children about anal sex in some of our schools. California is doing it. Because they got two daddies now. Uh-huh. Hello, somebody. Uh, you know, or a daddy and a man trying to be a mommy. Mm-hmm. Come on. Perverse. Sodom and Gomorrah all over again. Pray. Amen. And be a witness. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. Be a witness. 
You don't see no overcoming power because you don't have the desire to do it God's way. You have fleshly ministries. Competition ministries. International ministries, matter of fact. Competition international ministries. And we only have one body that we sit in, that's Jesus. Amen. We all supposed to be heading to the same direction, that's heaven. We all reading out the same 56 books. But we're divided. Mm. We should have all things in common. The same. Mm. And that's the truth. That's been the witness. The unity of the church is a witness. That our God lives. But as long as we're breaking at one another, backstabbing and slandering, competing, and, and, and try to say who's, and, and only invite your friends to preach and still say, God, who do you want in here? Amen. Who do you want to preach? Always inviting someone to sleep with your daughters in the church. Shame on you. God, who you want to minister to? What type of spirit they have, Lord? Don't get trapped by the money. What profits the, if a man gain the whole world and lose his soul? They ain't getting no witness. Stop being a dummy, especially from the pulpit. This mm. is apostolic alignment. This is what this is called here. We got to consider ourselves. We got to look at our own fruit sometimes. Inspect your own fruit. Make sure that mm. apple is good and red. If you like green apple, make sure it's a good sweet green apple. Make sure that banana is nice and yellow, not without them brown spots. Make sure that peach is juicy and that plum is juicy too. No grapes. Make sure they just sweet and juicy to be. You know, the fruit of the spirit in you. Be your own fruit inspector. Then you see clearly to inspect the others. Amen, somebody. Amen. So we did with witness, and I'm going to close. Last but not least, uh, let me just say this here. Not only that, you are First um, Peter 2 and 9. I believe it's First Peter. If not First Peter, it's Second Peter 2 and 9. It's one of them Peter. I want to get done with this so I can start with a, a, another another series next week. Peter, Peter. Uh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We almost done, saints. Hallelujah. We almost done here. Yeah, there we go. Peter. Right here in my face. Uh, a big old fat hand. Yeah, First Peter 
2 and 9. But you are a chosen generation. Chosen? Wow. You are a chosen generation, saints. You're chosen to walk through the coronavirus without being touched. You are chosen to be a witness of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are chosen to be anointed by his grace. You are chosen. To trample over, to tread upon serpents, scorpions, and over all of the power of the enemy. You are chosen to cast out devils, to speak with new tongues, to take up serpents. If you drink any daily things, shit will harm you. Hallelujah. You, 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 you shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You are chosen. But you haven't known who you are to be who you are. You've been bamboozled by the hype and the screaming and the hollering instead of learning who you are in Christ Jesus. How high you ought to think about yourself, your chosen generation, your royal priesthood, your royalty, and holy at the same time. A royal priesthood. Amen. Hallelujah. And and I'm going to stand on that a little bit later. Royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. A holy nation got many occupations. When we all come together as one, we are a holy nation. A singular statement. Holy singular station, a statement. Nation, that's a singular statement. That's not a plural statement in neither one of those things. You, see, you didn't say holy nation. It's a holy nation. Holy nation. A peculiar people, you stick out like a fourth bomb. Your walk is different. Your character is different. Your mouth is different. You don't be doing all that cussing and, 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 and rolling your neck and, and snapping at the word and you, uh, you don't call me. You don't tell me nothing. You know how some preachers do. Just beside themselves. You don't call me John. I'm Pastor So-and-so. Well, your mama named you John, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you John. That is a pastor. That's why I like Paul when it said Paul, an apostle of the Lord. But he was still Paul. Yes, we respect your office, your ministry gift. But be who you are. Meet people eye to eye and they have more reverence for you. Walk in the way of the authority. Not because you have uh, 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 you've been called to minister God's word. Some people call me brother, it doesn't bother me, but they got the Amen. utmost respect. They have the utmost respect for me. Why my walk speaks louder than my mouthpiece. A pair of lips will say anything. My walk speaks louder than my mouthpiece. Because I'm a peculiar person. 
Why that I should show forth the praises of him who called me out of darkness, out of sin and shame, out of the yuck yuck and, and doing a dirty and, and just nasty drug dealing, all the other stuff, unto his marvelous life. We all have a past. See, I could testify about the things that, that uh, and be transparent of what I've done, but can you be a witness? And tell somebody some of the things that you still haven't told nobody you did. I don't want to hear the stuff that you you, you got to tell the surface. I want to hear the story, you know, that can help me come out of drug dealing or, you know, being a whore. You know, I used to be a whorish man. I used to bounce around like government cheese. I like to energize a bunny. I kept going and going and going and going and going because I was a sinner and then I was saved by his grace. Tell me that story so I can come out of it. You don't have to say it before everybody. Put me to the side. You know, I've been through this before. And the Lord, I used to do this and this and this and this, this. You know, quit hiding your sin. Use it as a testimony. God want to take all your faults and make them your virtues. Mm. All of them. Because there's a dying world. You didn't go through that stuff for you. You went through that stuff for them because you're saved now. Revelation 1, 5, and 6, last verse, the last piece of the puzzle. Hallelujah. Am I helping y'all? Amen. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. And it says here, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, we make his body, that makes us a witness. We're dealing with that. And the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto whom that love us. There we go again, you the beloved of the Lord. And washed it from our sins in his own blood. Oh, he purchased us in his blood and he gave us a blood bath. Hallelujah. Hmm. And then that sixth verse. Oh, pay attention. And hath made us kings and priests. Yes, that royal priesthood right there. King is royalty. Priest is holy. That means that you have access to God because you're a priest. You can go beyond the veil because you are placed. Quit just going to the altar and go back out the gates of thanksgiving. Go into the holy place where you worship. That's worship, worship. And then go beyond the veil after he stretched forth his scepter and invite you in. Because the veil was rent. That's where God speaks and you shut up and let him talk. Hello, somebody. Amen, amen. And if you're a king and Satan is a prince, pull rank. What a prince doing telling a king what to do? 
You have a kingly anointing on your life. You are a king. Well, part of Christ's body wasn't a king. That's why he's the king of kings. He's talking about you. He ain't talking about this world system. He's the Lord of lords. He's talking about you. He's little lord. He's big lord. You little king. He's big king. That's why we're going to reign with him a thousand years in the millennium reign. Kings and priests, a nation of kings and priests. Ah, they, 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 they Poor rank. Couldn't let that prince tell you what to do. Slapping you upside the head. Throwing his sicknesses and diseases on you. Poor rank. And quit complaining. And get to praying. Jesus thinks you got to call yourself daily. You are, hallelujah, sanctified. He sanctified you by his own blood. He sanctified himself that we may be sanctified. 17th chapter of St. John. You are uh, sanctified. You are the glory of God. You are one uh, with God. I and Z, thou and me, they and us, that we all may be one. That's who you are, one with God. You are glorified. You are predestined, you know. And, oh, I almost forgot the most part. Oh, God forgive me. I almost ended this thing without this here. Um, 1 John four seventeen. First John four seventeen. Oh my my my! I, I don't want y'all to be running around the house, stuff, you know, acting, acting belligerent, you know. But First John four seventeen says this here: uh, "Hearing is a love made perfect." Hallelujah! Um, oh boy, let me get this thing together. My Bible done torn up. I done wore this thing out. Uh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Then he tells us the reason why. Because as he is, so are we. We're at y'all. What does that say? In where? In the Lastly, world. In whose world? In this world. As he is, so are we. In Wait a minute. You mean as Jesus is, not was. <laughs> as Jesus is. So are we in this world? Wait a minute. Not as Jesus was, uh, because as he was, so are we in this world. But it says as he is. Is. I am. That's a present statement. That means now, as he is, so are we in this world. Uh, how is Jesus? Is Jesus got our power? Yes. Well, we have access to that all power because we are in his body. We may not have the power ourselves. 
but by way of the Holy Ghost who is in us, the greater one in us, because yes, we are the greater one, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Amen. We have Amen. access to all that power. Why? Because as he is, so are we in this world. Is Jesus broke, busted, and can't be trusted? No. So it's illegal for you to be broke, busted, and can't be trusted. Why? Because as he is, so are we in this world. Is Jesus full of diseases and sickness and, and all that stuff? No. Well, it's illegal for you to be sick and cancer and, and all that other stuff. Why? Because as he is, so are we in this world. Is Jesus... Do Jesus listen to all that gossip and all that junk? No. Well, as he is, so are we in this world. Is Jesus competing with anybody for magistrate? No. And who's the priest the best and all this other stuff? No. Well, as he is, so are we in this world. Do Jesus got the I can't help it but love you? Yeah. Well, what's wrong with us? As he is, so are we. We're at. In this world, you got access to all of who God is in you. Because Jesus made it so. And there's a whole lot you could think about on as he is, so are we. We're at. In this world, not the life to come, in this one right now. Quit waiting on God. He already made you as he is. So are we in this world. Get in this world and do the word, and the world going to do you back. Love your brothers. Love your enemies. Forgive quickly. Quit holding on to the past. Well, you don't know what they did to me. And I don't give a doggone either. Forgive. And let them know that you forgive them. Maybe they was wrong. You don't want to torment it. Love has no torment. Amen. It's in that same chapter. Don't let nobody steal your kingly and your priestly anointing. A king is a warrior in the spirit. That's who, that's who, that's what you are. That means that you do battle, amen, in the spiritual realm by your, uh, when you stand in command, because the king gives a command and then the others do follow out that command. Chop that head off. Well, that's what his soldiers are going to chop that head off. Well, in life matter, when we decree God's word, hallelujah, in the atmosphere, the angels is just waiting to perform God's word. Amen. You ain't got to fight in this battle. You're supposed to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Speak the word. Amen. As a king and as a priest, because you're holy, you have access to God that when you go out as a king, you know, all those battles are won. Yes, they're they troubling. Yes, they, they, they're headed. Yes, they get under your nerves sometimes. Yes, yes, yes. You know, blessed with men revile you, persecute you, say, I matter you against you falsely for, uh, 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 for my name's sake. 
he told us that it's going to happen, but he told us to rejoice, be exceedingly glad, uh, uh, um, for yours is the kingdom of heaven, for Beloved, don't think it's strange that you go through diverse, fiery temptations. We go through it. It's part of our lives. It's part of our ministry. But if you know who you are, you're a king and a priest. You can, you can defeat these battles. Because God empowered you to be just like his son on earth. You are the word. You are living epistle to be seen and read amongst all men. You are a walking word made flesh all over again because of Christ Jesus. Amen, somebody. Amen. That's who you are. Know who you are. Quit allowing folks to stereotype you and labeling you. You God's baby. And that's just the truth. Amen and amen. The floor is open for any comments at this time. We went through all of it. Amen. I'm done with the series. Any comments at this time? You can take yourself off me. Amen. I want to. I would like to comment on bring it back on to a point that um, you had um, brought out earlier tonight about people. Um, some of the preachers that are misusing people. Um, after a while, they get the love of money and the greed down in their spirit, and they start misusing people, um, such as years and years and years back, I remember somebody saying, sow a seed for your need. And a lot of us thought it was biblically correct that we were ignorant and unlearned, <laughs> and, um, and we would actually sow, okay, thinking you reap what you sow. So we thought, okay, if you reap what you sow, and we're in need of this, and this man of God, <clears throat> who was a prophet, who was a pastor, or could, who could also have uh, um, the title of a bishop, we're thinking, okay, it's, it's biblically correct. And so, and then after a while, you know, I, I've seen some of the um, some people on TV, some TV ministries doing it as well. Some people came on a channel uh, called Daystar. And there were some preachers, uh, pretty big-name preachers that were doing it. And uh, they said, oh, just sow this seed, sow this seed. God is going to bless you and take care of your needs. Sow a seed. But deep down inside, I kept thinking to myself, I was like, wow, I, I want to read where this is at. I know it says you reap what you sow. And so right. you, you pretty much <clears throat> clarified it tonight. And it just took me back to that how I used to sow, because I am a giver, you know, and the Lord does desire for us to be givers and tithers, okay? Um, so I said, well, you know, sow a seed to meet the need. And um, after a while, these preachers, and uh, they would start sending letters to your house, and, and they would say, you know, sow this seed, sow this seed, sow this seed. The other preacher would say, and then even a huge name would do it too. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of saying, something just is not right. You mean to tell me you have all this money over here, but you want me to sow into your ministry so that you can do what now? And I'm thinking, am I thinking wrong, Lord? This is what I was saying to myself back then. 
I said, because I'm not a stingy person. You know, so there was a lot of questions, you know, in my mind about it back then to the point where, you know, I learned I'm not answering that letter. I don't care who you are. Yes, you're a huge name, but it's really funny how you send those letters out. Giving you an opportunity to sew. Giving you an opportunity to sew, sew, sew. And I'm thinking, I do sew, though. I sew even more, I said, into the word of Christ into people than I do money. You're always talking about money. That's not the only way to sew. Amen. That's right. You sow your time. That's real. That's real talk. Um, Appreciate it. Yes. You know, yes, we are to give. We are to pay our tithes and give our offerings. And but one thing people don't understand about giving your offerings Offering hurt. Jesus was offering for our lives. It hurt him. You know what I'm saying? You know, after mm-hmm. his the whips on his back, the piercing of his hands, the shedding of his blood, and piercing of his head and his feet and his side. You know what I mean? Every bone in his body was out of joint. He was ultimate sacrifice. I, I, he went through some stuff. Yeah. It hurt him. <laughs> so if you offer don't at least sting, that's not no offering. <laughs> you got to sting a little bit. That's all. You don't have to uh, 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 knock you out. But let it sting a little bit, your offering. Right, I love you yeah. more. You know? Yes, love. You see, God, see, this this is, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, heaven's best currency, to purchase us from our sins. So therefore, we can't so love God that we give the best of our currency to further his gospel. To be a blessing to a hungry person that want just, you know, we'll work for food. You buy them a McDonald's, uh, hamburger meal deal, and just drive back past there and give it to them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or to buy some groceries to put in somebody else's house. That's why I say give. And it'll be given to you in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, should be given to your bosom. Yes, we reap what we sow, but knowing what you're sowing into. If I start asking for $300 a head, I'm operating a project. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It's not just because yeah. I came in town. Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm a prophesy over that money. Either you care about the ministry of the, of the Lord um, coming to pass and you caught the vision, or you don't. I mean, really just that simple because God is not going to beat you inside the head over nothing. Amen. And that's just the truth. Amen. Anybody Amen. else have any words to say? Bless uh, you, Apostle. Uh, yes, sir. Just what, just what she was just saying. I hear him say also about uh, 
give above your tithes. Now, if you give above your tithes, you won't have anything left. You'll be out. You won't be able to pay rent, mortgage, life bill, water bill, buy groceries, or do anything. So you know, mm-hmm. I had to stop. You know, I told him, I said, you know, that, that's not even good because that's not in the word, nowhere in the world. He said 10%. Mm-hmm. And then he that's said, right. give an offering. And then that's he talked about, uh, and then I said, well, how in the way are you going to give above your tithes? And now you want us to dig deeper. Because you need this, and you go into the scripture and read the first nine, first division of some say, uh, all right, I just got through with so everybody give ninety-one dollars. Now, how is this? If you just ask for an offer, it'll be a different story. But you use the scripture, uh, the different scriptures to get, to you know to get an offer, and that's not the way it should mm-hmm. be done. It's not I mean, scriptural. They got all kinds of standards out there. All kinds mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. That's correct, sir. Given the word. Mm. You know, I just thank yes, God for you bringing back yes, to my Lord. members. You know, you, you really been, you just really blessed me, really blessed me through the whole scripture Amen. tonight. And I Amen. thank God for you. I thank God for each and every one of you all are my inspiration to dig deep. And that's the spirit leads I give. You know. Yeah. And, um, you know, only thing I step for my sons and daughters, give your tithes and your offer. Right. And God's work can be done. Simple. Huh. Help with a prophetical line. If I can uh, open my mouth and give you a, 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 a word from the Holy Spirit, not from Rodney Tate, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I sure enough not going to charge you for it. Right. But that's all they're doing, selling prophecies. They are not... Uh, um, and, but but they just using sow a seed for your need because you sow right. your seed, woman of God, man of God, you know. Mm-hmm. That's not scriptural. That's tradition of men. Right. And it's been going on for the past 40 to 50 years. Yeah, that's true. And that's the truth. My God, Jesus. It's been going on for about 50 years. Yes, sir. Sure have, but I've been in ministry 42, so they're going on ever since I've been here. See? So, um, it's just time for a change. Bring the church back to the old landmark. As noted as Peter and John and Paul was, you find me where they did it. They gave to the ministry, yes. Okay, but they didn't have the right to tell them what to give. Right. They didn't put the number on it. They gave. Right. <laughs> All right. When they start putting the numbers on it, that's another story. You see, I look yeah. for the little things because it's the small foxes that destroy the body. And we miss too much in the world. Because folks don't want to come to church because they ain't got no money. They need a word. But because they don't have no money, they overlooked. Right. The devil is a buck to fly. That's so true. I've seen it happen mm-hmm. over and over again. Yes, me too. Stop coming over there where we was at because they say, I heard that this is a money church. And people mm-hmm. stop coming. 
I mean, that's a bad thing to have said about ministry, about, okay. you know, the leader. You know, and, and it's really bad. People stop coming. I mean, they stopped coming, and then when they did come, they didn't give because, you know, they just heard this thing. Yeah, man, I don't hear about it. You better bring your checkbook when you come. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the truth, that's, but it's a shame. Yes, it is. But you see, we all going to that in the name of Jesus. Well, anyway, it is that time for for us to end. <clears throat> I really enjoyed each and every one of you tonight, and those of you that are on podcast listening. God bless you. I love you, brand new. There's nothing you can do about it but love us back in Jesus' name. Um, I'm your host, Chief Apostle Rodney Tate, uh, 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 Royal Priesthood, Holy Nation, Believers Fellowship International. Amen. And thank you for joining us on um, Apostolic Alignment. Amen. Amen. And um, um, Prophet Daphne, can you dismiss us in prayer? Yes. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the man of God. We thank you for using him to bring your word for the teaching, uh, Lord Jesus, of your word, Heavenly Father. Lord, let us depart here, but not from your sweet, precious Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus. Lord, I apply the blood of Jesus to each and everybody that is on this phone call, to those that even left off, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, watch over each and everybody tomorrow, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, I love y'all brand new. There's nothing you can do about it, but love is back, and we're dismissed. Good night. Amen.